Welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast, a podcast that talks about topics for women over 40. You know, that time of your life that many call midlife. That time of life when you can really vibe, be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerge. Join me, Linus Woods Mullins, certified holistic living and wellness expert for women over 40, as I talk about a variety of topics that address the wellness of the mind, body, and spirit for women over 40. Remember, midlife doesn't mean no life. Midlife is an opportunity to increase your self-love, your self-care, and your self-worth. It's your time to be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged. It's your time to vibe. So come on, let's vibe. This is Linus Woods-Mullins, and I am so excited to have you here for this particular episode of Vibe Living Podcast. You know, at the beginning of the year in January, I kept hearing everyone talk about detoxing, you know, detoxing our minds, detoxing our bodies, detoxing our spirit. I mean, everybody wants to detox. It seems to come around every year, all kinds of ideas that will help us to achieve the great detox experience. So let's explore that. Let's talk about the detox experience. Let's talk about detoxing our body. There are a lot of detox ideas out there for our body. I have always tried to go with the one that really resonates with me. You know, the one that gives me good results, but not so good that my body starts reacting to it adversely. I do know that there are certain things you should look for in a detox. A typical detox diet involves a period of fasting, followed by a strict diet of maybe fruits and vegetables and fruit juices and water. Sometimes a detox can also include herbs and teas and maybe supplements. And a colon cleanse is something else that might be included or maybe even enemas. This is claimed to really help to rest your organs by fasting. So there are some signs that you might want to take a look at to uh, see whether or not you need a detox. Skin problems like maybe rashes or acne or perhaps food and scent intolerances, maybe constipation or diarrhea or other digestive issues, frequent colds and viruses, or unexplained headaches, lower back pain, general aches and pains, fatigue, or maybe even low energy. You want to look for a health way to cleanse your body. You want to make sure it's healthy. So there are three main healthy ways that you could take a look at when it comes to cleansing your body. First, let's talk about the elimination diet. If you're trying to identify any food sensitivities you might have, like um, maybe you have an autoimmune disease or something like that, an elimination diet could be a great cleansing program for you. During an elimination diet, you can experience with taking the top common food sensitivities out of your diet for the next maybe 21 to 30 days, and then systematically adding them back in. The foods that are eliminated include things like gluten, dairy, corn, soy, sugar, eggs, and or alcohol. During the elimination diet, the focus is on eating real foods that are nourishing with an emphasis on eating organic vegetables, fruits, and organic lean fish, chicken, and meat whenever possible. You can also consider a sugar detox. A sugar detox is a great idea for anyone who struggles with sugar cravings, yeast infections, or inflammatory-related 
health conditions. During a sugar detox, you eliminate all the high glycemic carbohydrates, high glycemic foods, fruit juices, dried fruit, sugar, artificial sweeteners, and even natural sweeteners like honey and maple syrup for anywhere from a couple of weeks to several months, depending on the cleanse. Work with your healthcare professional to determine the length of time that's right for you. Some of the sugar detoxes will also include herbs and or probiotics to support the sugar detoxification process. The other kind of detox is whole food cleansing. This type of cleansing is about eliminating all processed foods and eating fresh foods and home cooked meals. Processed foods include foods like um, those found in boxes or packages that are, or food that's from fast food restaurants. The primary focus during this type of plan is on fresh fruits and vegetables, hopefully organic, gluten-free whole grains, bean, wild fish, and organic animal protein, unless you're a vegetarian. There is an emphasis on adding in cleansing supportive foods like water with fresh lemon juice, bitter greens like dandelion greens or arugula, ginger and turmeric. During a whole food cleanse, it is common to consume soups, smoothies, salads, along with some cooked meals. No matter what kind of detox you decide you want to have for your body, you wanna make sure uh, that you check with yourself in terms of how you're feeling during the whole cleanse. Take notice of your energy levels, your digestion, your mood, even how your sleep patterns are. It is common for some detox to have headaches, nausea, and fatigue for the first few days. If these symptoms continue longer than three days, you may want to continue the detox and try something else. You may also want to limit physical activity for the first few days of your cleanse so that the body can naturally eliminate toxins without extra stress. Walking, stretching, light yoga, Pilates, and working on the bar is okay as well. Just remember to stay hydrated, which is a top, top priority. While a body detox is so good for the body, what about the detox of the mind? Let's talk about mind detoxing in our Mind Move segment. is it to give your mind a good detox? Look at it this way. If you don't detox your mind, you could have a lack of focus, fatigue, stress, indecision, overwhelm and overcommitment, communication breakdowns, mistakes and errors, health issues, and basically unhappiness. To avoid these pitfalls, jumpstart the process of uncluttering your mind and re-energizing yourself this spring for sure. So follow these steps and learn how to detox your mind. Try setting an intention. It's a helpful way to begin the detox process. It's just, just set an intention for the season or for the next chapter of your life. This helps you in terms of having a dynamic and new way of thinking instead of leaving it up to chance. Take an inventory of all the ways you wish to grow in your life. Dream big in terms of where you want to go. And if you identify a word or phrase that describes the overarching or overarching feeling of what you want to achieve, think about what that would be. When you think of this intention, write it down and place it where you can see it often. So you can remind yourself of your highest intention for the season. 
You may also want to for a detoxing, detoxing of your mind is spend some time outdoors. Time spent outside has the power to invite encouragement, inspiration, and even increased energy levels for your mind and your body. It also improves your overall physical and mental health. It lowers the stress levels and enhances your ability to concentrate, and it also quiets the mind. With this kind of power, getting outdoors must always be the best way, one of the best ways to detox your mind. You also might want to take a look at scheduling time and space without technology. You know, a social media detox, a cell phone detox, a PC detox, an iPad detox, basically no technology around. In order to get into a deeper state of self-reflection and mental clarity, you'll want to set aside time without any of these distractions to detach from the nonstop electronic and social demands of the daily life. Carve out a time away from your smartphone, access to your social media, and the steady stream of text, calls, and emails. When you are at the mercy of notifications, it means you are living according to someone else's agenda. When you detach from these things, you are in charge of your time. And the best way to do this is to set up a tech-free boundary in advance. And here are some ideas. Go for a walk every day without your phone. Ditch your phone one day a week. If that is too much, try half a day or four-hour tech-free window once a week. Silence your notifications and phone for a one or two-hour window every day. Disconnect from the electronics 30 minutes before bedtime each night. And don't reconnect until the spe specified time each morning. I know for me, what I do is I put my phone in sleep mode about an hour before I go to bed, meaning no notifications, uh, the phone goes to voicemail. If it's something that's an emergency, my kids know to call me on my landline. And the phone doesn't wake up again until 5 a.m. the next morning, which is normally when I start taking appointments or do my prayer and meditation. You also want to take a look at designating a room or a zone in your house where electronics are not allowed. Uh, and you want to make sure that everybody else knows in, the, in your house space that electronics are not allowed. You may also want to create a conscious intention around picking up your phone and asking yourself, do I really need this info right now? or do I need to do something else? Another idea for mind detox is to medicate, meditate. The average human mind has at least 50,000 thoughts every day, which means you have a new thought about every 1.2 seconds. This is why the human mind is often referred to as the monkey mind. It is easy for the mind to follow the many random thoughts and get lost and distracted from priorities. So having a way to detox your mind is important to help you to keep focused. Meditation is an effective way to help calm the monkey mind. When you practice focusing on one thing at a time during meditation, you become more adept at focusing on the one thing at a time in other areas of your life as well essentially making the unhelpful and distracting thoughts that enter into your mind less important and enhancing your ability to focus on what needs your attention. This is how meditation helps you to detox your mind and enhance your ability to focus. If you're not into meditation, you can try another this other way to help 
detox your mind. And that is to journal or vent. Sometimes you just need to get it out, what's on your mind. Try setting a time for maybe 30 minutes and doing a brain dump of all the things you want to complain about or challenge you yourself that, that, that causes you to uh, struggle. Uh, let go of all of that. Detox your mind from all these nagging worries. If you're journaling, write down anything that's been bugging you. The people that get under your skin, the details that irritate you, and the problems that are in front of you. Now, if you're venting to a friend, give them a heads up that you need to get some things off your chest and ask for their permission. And perhaps they need to unload also. And you can take turns. The goal here isn't necessary to necessarily to find solutions. The goal actually is uh, to get all of those things that have been on, on your mind or in the back of your mind to get them out. And you know, if you're open to finding solutions during this session, that's fine. But the main goal is to get out all of those thoughts, all of those worries, all of those things that have just been bugging you and just get them out of your mind. Unload it all. So it doesn't have to weigh as heavy on your mind. And when you're finished, take a few cleansing breaths, reset your intention and attention on something else and move forward. Another thing you wanna to do to detox your mind is ask yourself some important questions. Now is the time to take inventory on where you are in your life and what you want to focus on or maybe release. So ask yourself these questions. What's working in my life and what's not? What could be improved? Are there any relationships in my life that are not offering me value or joy? What is the one bad habit that I feel ready to break? Are there any activities, events, or routines or tasks in my life that are not worthy of my time and attention? What's the biggest mistake I've made this year so far? And what did I learn from it? What do I really want? That's a good question. What do I really want? And what obstacle is in my way of achieving this goal? As you go through these questions, consider any roadblocks that are keeping you from being where you wanna be. Don't be afraid to be honest with yourself in identifying where those roadblocks are coming from, whether externally or within your own state of mind. Another thing you can do to detox the mind is just let go. Reflect on your responses and goals in life and what or who may be in the way of achieving your goals in life. What are you ready to release from your life in order to create space for something new? This could be a job, a relationship, type of food you're eating, uh, emotions, responsibility, some kind of limiting belief, time commitment, maybe a chore you have to do, anything like that that you think might be standing in the way. Write down as many as you can think of that are standing in between you and your success and happiness. Then commit to let it go. Those are just some of the things that you can think about when you are actually wanting to detox your mind and to clear the clutter and to become more clear on the things that you want to do. There are so many things that you can do to detox your life. We talked about detoxing the body, 
We've talked about detoxing the mind. But let's talk about what's going on with us spiritually. It's time for Spiritual Bliss. Now, as we continue to move forward in this interesting 2021, we've talked about how we need to stay clear. And one way to stay clear, of course, is through the whole idea of detoxing. And detoxing has different definitions for different people. We've already talked about what we could do to detox our minds and what we can do to detox our bodies. But what about our spirits? And, you know, a lot of people say, well, what is a spirit? A spirit is all intertwined in, you know, what we think about, um, what we believe in, uh, what influences um, our decisions. The spirit is something that is connected to our soul, our innermost thoughts and beings. And what if we're at a stage right now in our lives where we're finding it's very difficult to keep clear in that area? We're having anxious thoughts, or perhaps we are feeling depressed, or maybe even just too stressed out and unable to focus. What can we do to detox our spirits? How can we move forward in 2021 with a spirit that aids uh, the clearness of our minds and our bodies? Well, today, I've got someone who I think can give us some answers. I have with me Naomi Holbrook, who is a certified nutrition consultant and transformation coach. Naomi empowers women 40 plus to take care of their health, to lose weight, to regain energy, and to build unshakable confidence through the Wellfi Evolution Transformation Program, which she founded. With over 20 years experience in well-being and beauty industry, Naomi brings an overall holistic approach to her clients through high-level 121 coaching in nutrition, sleep, mindset, habit forming, and accountability to help them achieve the best overall health. Naomi left the 20-year corporate career, sounds like me because I did too, uh, she left it behind at the age of 40 to create a healthier, happier, and a more fulfilling life just for herself. And then she retrained as a nutritionist and transformation coach and has spent the last few years fulfilling her dream of helping other women to regain control of their own physical and mental health as she has done so for herself. And Naomi, welcome. Welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast. It's so wonderful to have you. And boy, we really are singing from the same pot here. I definitely uh, love your philosophy of life. How did you come to decide to actually become a nutritionist and a, a transformation coach? What was the trigger that made you decide that you wanted to make some changes in your own life? Yeah, absolutely, Linus. I think, um, I guess, as a lot of women do, get to a certain age and start to sort of look inwardly and, and ask all those sort of questions. And it was pretty much on my 39th birthday. I was still working in the corporate world, um, but I was at a bit of a crossroads with my health, with how I was sort of feeling, with the lifestyle I was living. And it was, I guess it was a bit of a kind of wake up of, do I want to continue on this path or do I want to really sort of look inwardly and actually think about what I want for the future, how I want to live my life, how I want to feel. And at that time at 39, you know, I was, um, my energy levels were awful. I was working long hours in the corporate world. I was commuting every day. Um, and I was, I was, you know, feeding my, probably my body and my mind with all the wrong things. Um, and just living that kind of lifestyle that was just really sort of frenetic and and I guess toxic in a way, you know, the foods I was eating, the alcohol I was drinking, um, the kind of lifestyle I was living was was not 
um, inducive of a healthy and happy lifestyle. And so it was at that stage that I really sort of thought it's time for change. And that's what happened. I, I started on my own change of, you know, um, really sort of looking at my own holistic approach to, to sort of health and uh, what I was doing, what I was eating, what I was drinking, whether I was exercising. And over about a 16 month period, just totally changed all those elements within my own life. And I guess that became the trigger of wanting to leave the corporate world and wanting to really, really sort of help other women to, yeah, to, li to live the same lifestyle and to, um, you know, regain all their energy levels and actually feel like they were living right life rather than just kind of uh, just, you know, on that treadmill every day and, and, sort of, and sort of not feeling like they were really living, you know, the, the life that they wanted. Isn't that interesting? First of all, you sounds like you detoxed your life, basically. Yeah. But the other thing is, isn't it interesting and re really sad that people feel like they have to actually leave corporate America in order to achieve that. But for those of us, and there's a lot of us who just can't for financial reasons or whatever the situation is, where can they start to begin to detox their life, detox their spirit? What kind of advice would you have for someone, let's say, who's feeling the rigors of stress, having a lot of anxious thoughts? And uh, really just feeling um, out of control in terms of their, their feelings and their thoughts. Yeah, I think I think the first thing to say, Lynn, is, is that anybody can do it, regardless of whether they're, you know, working in the corporate life, whether they uh, have got children, whether and any of those different things. I think sometimes people think it's this huge um, overall transformation that they need. But as we, as we know, transformations all start with small tiny habit changes um, and so I what I would usually sort of say to people is have a look at your current lifestyle have a look at um, maybe just three areas that you can that you, that you know could could really sort of use some improvement if that's that um, you know your mindset tends to be quite negative or that you're always sort of worrying about things look at those three sort of elements that you can really work on and when it comes to as you say the sort of spiritual side of things and um, really sort of you know whether it's negative thoughts especially at this present time one thing I think is always key is awareness so don't try to mask those feelings don't try to hide them or not to have them have those feelings be aware of them be aware of how they make you feel um journaling is something that I a use myself but something that I really really recommend to all my clients and and you know to anybody that I come across is that journaling is a great way it's, it's like having a free therapist is <laughs> to you know journal whether it's for 10 minutes in the morning whether it's at 10 to 10 minutes at night time just to put your thoughts onto paper and it doesn't have to be you know a diary essay or anything like that it can just be words that you've thought during the day or you felt um, and it's important to look at those and then to be able to you know think and turn your mindset around a little bit and it does take time it's not you know working on I think working on sort of spiritual well-being and emotional being is not a quick fix but the it, it, you know it's like anything you have to train that element of the brain and the more frequently you do it it becomes a habit and and your you know your muscles in your brain work just like the muscles in your body so yeah a couple of things there kind of journaling awareness um and just you know and just allowing to sort of be sometimes i think again we're always so busy to be doing all the time that we don't always take the moment to actually just listen to our thoughts, listen to what, you know, 
we're sort of worrying about um, to be able to deal with it properly. That's interesting, <clears throat> excuse me, that's interesting because um, many times people sometimes just feel so overwhelmed that one more thing, even if it's going to help them, seems almost too much to put on their plate. But where can one find the motivation to just do one or two of those things anyway, regardless of the fact that they feel, feel like it's too much? Where, how do they dig down deep to be able to move forward and do it anyway? I think a really important question is always to kind of find out, out your why. It's, it's that real deep connection that you have that helps you to get that motivation. And it's actually an exercise I do with all my clients when they come on board for a transformation. And that's that we find out initially what their why is. Why did they pick up the phone? Why did they come to me? Why are they stuck in the place that they're in? Because we know that, you know, you've got there, there are days that you've got to dig deep there are days that it won't come naturally you will sort of want to slip back into your old habits so it's really really important to have that kind of connection to why you're doing something so I guess that's that's kind of where it comes back to for anybody who thinks at this stage that they've just got so much going on and, and I've been in that stage before and I know Linus from our mm -hmm. conversations yeah. you've been in that stage too I remember crumbling on my kitchen floor years ago when I was in the corporate world because the dishwasher broke down and I was literally on the floor in tears like somebody had died but it was because I just had no emotional kind of energy left to deal with anything else and I think you almost need to kind of see past that stage of I'm too busy to do that because the thing is as we all know is that one day you will have to deal with it doesn't matter how busy you are so I think it's that whole thing of don't put off the inevitable you know and if and if there's the opportunity to have guidance or people to support you um then then you know deal with it open open yourself up to it because otherwise you will you will have to deal with it at some point but it won't usually be um under your terms it will usually be because you're sort of forced to deal with it you know and you bring up a very good point if you're feeling so overwhelmed that you don't have the time to do what's necessary to take care of you, that should be a trigger, a warning sign that, uh-oh. Because of course, if you don't put yourself on the front burner, if you don't take care of yourself first, then everything else goes to hell in a handbasket. That's it. Yeah. So if you're at that point where you know you need to do something to get rid of that sense of stress and those anxious thoughts and that sense of overwhelm, but you feel like you're too busy to do it, that's when you know you need to, or you should know that your why is that if you don't do this, you're going to hit that wall. And I know because for me, I had put so many things in my emotional closet. You know how it is sometimes where you put a bunch of stuff in a closet and you tell people, don't open that one, don't, don't open that one because <laughs> everything comes tumbling out, right? Well, I had an emotional closet like that. And I tried to put one more thing in there and it just came all out. And that happened to me, you know, what, 13 years ago, which led me quite frankly, to what I'm doing now. But if yeah. I had to do over again, I certainly would not have wanted to have to go through it that way. But that was my major wake up call. And as a cautionary tale, I can tell all of you out there that if there's something that's going on with you that you know isn't right, you're feeling out of balance, out of sync spiritually, emotionally, go ahead and deal with that. Because here's the thing, when you, get, when you make that decision to go down that journey, to begin to get well in your in your spirit and also in your mind and your body, there's a recognition, kind of like a um, 
a way of being that feels good because you're finally doing something about it, even though it might be difficult, even though it might be hard at times. For me, it's all about the journey and all the wonderful things you learn along the way. Uh, not taking that journey, uh, not making that decision to really do what serves you best is, is such a sad case of events because you get a chance, you, you miss, you miss that journey. You miss that opportunity to grow and to be all that, you know, you really have been created to be because I think we all are full of everything that we need within ourselves to pursue whatever your goals and dreams are. We already have it, but because of all the distractions and all of the crazy stuff that's going on that keeps us from digging deep and doing our own work, uh, we sometimes don't get there. But I think we're all, during our journey, we're presented with opportunities to do that. And many times we just overlook the opportunity because we're just too busy. But I challenge you to look at that a little bit different that um, if you don't take that opportunity to take the journey to dig deep and do the work, um, you're gonna to be too sick to be too busy. <laughs> Absolutely, it's, it's the reality of it, isn't it? Yes, it is. And that's why I was so excited to, um, when I met Naomi and we, it, it was very serendipity, you know, how I met Naomi. She reached out to me on Facebook. Uh, she joined my uh, Wellness Woman 40 and Beyond group on Facebook. And she wanted to know if it was okay for her to post something. And I said, yes, of course it was. And, you know, she told me what she, what she did. And there was something about her. I don't know what it is. It's, you know, I said, well, I want to get to know this person better. So we began to talk and everything. And the wonderful thing is that actually Naomi is part of uh, the Vibe Expert team. Uh, she is one of the fabulous coaches. And she does the section on Vibe Emotions. And then we talk about vibe emotions. I'd like you to talk about it better because you um, uh, deal in this modality every single day. And um, just talk about your vision of vibe emotions and how it can help change someone's life. So vibe emotions will really be um, helping women with all aspects of emotional well-being. So whether it's from anxious thoughts, whether it's from stress, whether it's from overwhelm, which obviously so many um, people are suffering from in this current uh, sort of situation, but also, you know, some slightly deeper sort of um, issues like depression and anxiety and um imposter syndrome you know where where we have this sense especially as women that we just never quite feel that we're enough or we never quite feel that we're doing a, a good enough job um, and so really with vibe emotions it's going to be an opportunity to not only share our experiences because you and I have both been through fairly sort of um, you know our own big sort of well-being journey from from the emotional aspect but also helping women to understand their feelings um, to actually really sort of address them and to be able to turn their thoughts around into different ways so like you were saying a minute ago that so often when we're right deep in the situation it's that whole thing of not being able to see the wood for the trees mm. but you know as a community 
we've been through it we understand it we're out the other side yes we still have our own challenges but we've we've lived through it and so we understand it so it's really going to be a lot of sharing of tools a lot of sharing of experiences and really really helping and supporting women to get their best emotional well-being because you know when you're in that state of overwhelm or stress or depression it's not a great place to be living. It's certainly not a place that you can be excelling and being your happiest or fulfilling your, you know, your your dreams and goals. So that's really what we're going to be doing in um, in Vibe Emotions. Yes, and I'm so excited about it. Um, all the Vibe series uh, programs are excellent for people who are ready to begin to do that work, that journey on um, working on yourself. And I know that things are still crazy. I don't know when you're going to be listening to this podcast, but more than likely things will still be crazy in general in 2021. And I, I kind of feel like at this point that if I don't shut some of that stuff out, then I'm not going to be able to be focused enough to continue to work on me and to help all the other women that I work with. I think we all have to make a, a choice uh, of, am I going to live outside the bubble or am I going to live inside the bubble? And living inside your bubble, it really is all about your self-care. Being aware that there's some things you just have to shut out, some things that are draining your energy, some things that are toxic, some things that are just too negative and too low vibrationally for you to just be dealing with. And there's nothing wrong with deciding, okay, you know what? I'm going to put that outside my bubble. Inside my bubble are all the things that make me vibe, that make me feel vibrant, that increase my intuition, that help me feel more beautiful inside and out, and that help me to emerge into the woman that I really want to be. So I challenge all of you all to, to think about that bubble. What do you want in it? And what do you want outside of it? Now, the things that are outside the bubble doesn't mean that you don't care about them, love them, or think about them, or even spend time with them. They just don't penetrate that whole piece that has to do with your own self-care and self-love. So I challenge you all to, to do that. And, and also take a look at the whole uh, Vibe Emotions program. Uh, just go to uh, vi uh, vibewellnesswoman.com vibewellnesswoman.com and take a look at, at uh, that information and also join the Vibe Series group on Facebook. Um, if you go to um, Facebook and type in the URL Vibe Series group, you'll see it there. Also on the show page there, uh, you'll see uh, the Vibe Series group that you can join. If you're somebody who's ready for a change and ready to begin the work that's going to help you to prosper and to help you basically transform your life into one that you really want, um, also, you'll see a link uh, for the Wellness Woman 40 and Beyond group, which has lots of information about wellness for your mind, body, and spirit. And for Naomi, I also put her link, uh, her Facebook information down as well. Uh, you can find her, uh, Naomi Holbrook, on Facebook. Um, and you will also see uh, her Instagram connection as well, because we want you to be connected with her as well, because she's a wealth of information when it comes to getting well uh, emotionally your emotional well-being. And also one of the components that's interesting about the Vibe Emotions, uh, Naomi, is that we're also going to be talking about nutrition and how that enters into how we feel. Absolutely. And there is so much more research being carried out lately that shows a real connection between nutrition and mental health. And I know, you know, and it's, and it's what really, really kind of ignited me to retrain as a nutrition consultant to be able to help women, because I've seen myself the difference in what you put into your body 
and how that affects not just your physical health, but how it affects you emotionally and mentally. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, nutrition, you know, it, it, it's, it's such a holistic approach. There is no, I, I always think with health, there is no beginning and no end because right. every everything ties into it. And I think the more that I have explored my own um, health journey, whether it's been in journaling, whether it's been in meditating and visualizing, all those different elements play such a key part to your overall health. Absolutely. And we, we're excited to be able to bring uh, the Vibe Emotions uh, program to you as part of the Vibe series. And I'm also excited to just introduce you to Naomi and please uh, visit her on Facebook and get to know her. She is fabulous. I'm, I'm so happy to have this association with her. And I'm happy to have this association with all of you. Oh my goodness. I was uh, kind of gone for a little while, but I am back. And the Vibe Living Podcast is going to be continuing to share with you information uh, that's going to help you vibe. Uh, information that I hope is going to motivate you to want to make sure that you put yourself uh, on the front burner. And that's not selfish. I think it's important for us, especially if you're a midlife woman, this is your opportunity to vibe. This is your opportunity to take the sum total of everything that you have learned up to your 40th year, 50th year, 60th year, which would definitely be me, 63. Uh, if you are uh, ready to really take all of that time uh, to uh, look at it and merge into the woman that you want to be, we want to be right there with you. So please come back often and visit uh, the Vibe Living Podcast. Uh, please, depending on what platform you're on, because we're on uh, various platforms, uh, like, uh, comment, and share the podcast. I'd love for you to be able to share it with other people who you think would benefit and who are ready to vibe in their lives as well. Thanks so much for listening. It's always wonderful to spend some time with you talking about the things that we really care about, being vibrant, enhancing that intuition, being beautiful inside and out, and emerging into the woman that we all want to be. And in the future, don't forget to vibe. Listening to the Vibe Living Podcast. Please feel free to download, rate, share, and like the show. To find out more about living a vibe life, go to my website at wellnesswoman40.com or email me at vibelivingpodcast at gmail.com. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to vibe.